to Knowledge on the Go, the podcast brought to you by the Performance Improvement Programs team at Vizient. I'm Nicole Spatafora, Associate Vice President at Vizient, and your host for this podcast. Today, we are looking at mortality improvement. Mortality is often viewed as a key indicator of the quality of care in a healthcare organization and something that most organizations are working to improve upon. Through Vizient's work with national organizations, all working to improve mortality, key lessons learned have emerged that can help organizations improve mortality within their facilities. Joining us today is Shannon Hale, Performance Improvement Program Director at Vizient, to discuss his work on mortality improvement. Shannon, let's set the stage. Why is it so important that healthcare facilities look at mortality? Other than the obvious piece, the possible impact on patients and their families, we all have as a goal of discharging patients at the same or a better status than when they first arrived to us. You could look at the fact that it can help organizations in reaching goals as well. When you look at mortality specifically, I think of the mortality review process and how that can help improve mortality in an organization. Looking at those deaths that occurred in that hospital or in that system to identify systems or processes that were provided in the facility that by looking at that and reflecting on that can actually help prevent future issues. That's a huge piece there. There's a few possible secondary effects that you may see by looking at mortality. And I always think of length of stay and readmissions. Those are two big things I would dare say most organizations are looking at these days, trying to decrease the length of stay, decrease readmissions in those populations that may be there in their facilities currently. There's obvious benefits here that you can think of getting patients out and back into their homes or where they live with their families, their friends versus being in a acute care facility. It can also help decrease cost for organizations. Something else that we're hearing in today's environment and something that's a big factor or a big focus with most healthcare organizations. Finally, we have to talk about it's the heavily weighted piece on national scorecards, mortality. Whether you're talking about CMS, who has the mortality star rating, state organizations, there are several nonprofit business coalitions out there that report mortality information. We know that patients are researching this. It's very easy to find this information. You also have to think about the organization's overall reputation and the ease that people have to this information as a factor as well. And one of the reasons that you need to look at mortality overall. That's really interesting that you say that, Shannon. And I'm thinking about reputation and brand within the market. The common issue we hear is getting C-suite buy-in for those conditions that fall within the mortality umbrella. What have you seen has helped organizations get C-suite buy-in? C-suite or executive buy-in is key. And that's one thing that we're hearing over and over again in a lot of the work that we're doing here at our organization. If you don't have that executive C-suite leader or champion, it's almost impossible to either gain traction to get your project, your work off the ground or to even sustain them. When you're looking at this, first engage that C-suite, that executive champion. Look at those C-suite leaders that are passionate about the topic, whether it's maternal mortality, whether it's sepsis, clinical documentation improvement, et cetera. All of these things can fall under the mortality umbrella. Think about those leaders that have shown interest, that have shown passion around these topics before and engage them as that C-suite leader. Tie it to your organizational goals. Most healthcare organizations are looking at decreasing readmissions, decreasing length of stay, 
improving mortality rates. If you can tie your mortality work into your organizational goals and show how this work can impact those goals, it's going to be more likely that you'll get that C-suite champion buy-in from your executive leader because you'll be able to show your ROI, your return on the investment, whether that's decreased mortality, length of stay. Or if you do see those items, obviously, you're going to see cost savings, which is music to everyone's ears these days in healthcare. That's for sure, Shannon. C-suite engagement, super important to set the culture of looking to improve mortality, but frontline engagement is super important as well. How can organizations address getting their frontline engaged? We've learned quite a bit around this over the last few years. What we just spoke about with the C-suite leader, you want to engage a multidisciplinary team as far as champions who are also passionate around the topic that you're working at, again, mortality sepsis, maternal mortality, et cetera. Think about all of the different disciplines that can have an impact on the work that you're looking at to improve. For maternal mortality, for instance, I would think of my OB physicians. I would think of the nursing staff that's there, the nurse leaders and nurse managers, et cetera. If I'm thinking of sepsis, you may start with your emergency room physician, your emergency room nurses, your pharmacy. We've had a lot of organizations over the last few years working with IT. They include IT or even their EHR vendors in their work to really optimize their EHR to help them decrease certain items that fall under that mortality umbrella. Engaging that multidisciplinary champion. Think about those people who have shown interest before. They've shown passion around this topic that can really be helpful there. And think of those other roles and those other disciplines that are needed for specific conditions that you may include. It may be different depending upon what condition you're working on there. Recognize those that are excelling. One really interesting thing that we've seen lately is we've had several organizations that have created letters that they send out after doing chart audits or they've talked to staff or providers around the work that they're working on. And they send these letters out saying they may have one letter that's, uh, you did a great job. You may have another letter that shows OFIs or opportunities for improvement. Depending upon the situation, they send the appropriate letter. But by sending that letter that, hey, you did an excellent job, you're really building momentum for that job well done within your staff. And someone who is not a champion before, as they get that momentum going because of that recognition, they suddenly became a champion as well. That's something that really helps maintain that momentum. You may have a separate letter for those opportunities for improvement, which is fine. But you've really seen a lot of work and a lot of interest as other organizations have heard about organizations that are doing this letter and they've shown interest as well. The other piece that's really key is keeping data front and center. Often we talk about data when we're starting a project or starting work on something like mortality, but we really want to help keep that emphasis on the progress that we're seeing because of our focus on that work. Whether that's a speaking about it at meetings or committee meetings, team meetings, department meetings, having that information posted where people will see that on an ongoing basis, whether that's a board in a different department or maybe everybody's receiving a certain email each Monday or once a month, the first Monday of each month that shows the progress that we're making. I think that that is key as well. All of those things will really help in getting that frontline engagement going and keeping it going. I really love what you talked about here, Shannon, especially the letters to send to team members and how that can create momentum and also get additional champions to support the work. That engagement is so important. What happens if you don't have that level of engagement at the C-suite level or at the frontline level? 
I'll go out on a limb here and say without it, your work is almost certain to fail. And we've heard that from multiple organizations. Even when you have the frontline engagement, if you don't have that executive or C-suite champion or buy-in, it's almost impossible to get the work going. The opposite of that is true as well. You have to have that engagement, which is why those things that we just spoke about are so important, including those people that touch this work on a day-to-day basis, which is why that recognition of a job well done is so important. Engagement is something that we even see here at Vizient in our work. Whenever we do a project, if an organization is engaged, we see that they have better outcomes as far as charter submission, as far as data submission, as far as overall engagement and attending the various calls. We see on our end that those that are more engaged see better results. That really speaks to the overall engagement with that piece there. And the final thing that I would say here is the importance of having those champions in place. I don't think that that can be overemphasized. That is really important. Thanks a lot, Shannon, for walking through that. You've demonstrated why engagement is so important. And that's really the impetus to drive change within the organization. But a lot of times that's the easy part is to start the change. But sustaining that change over time often proves to be more difficult. Any insights around sustaining the change? You hit on a really important piece. It's often easy to make that initial change. Sustaining it is so much more difficult. And through our work, certain themes have popped up. That importance of that C-suite, that executive champion, that is key. The only thing that I would add there is we've actually had organizations working on a project. We've worked on this before. We didn't have a C-suite. We didn't have an executive champion. It never took off. But now that we're including that role, we're seeing progress. That is something you really have to keep in mind when you're looking at mortality or any project in your organization, including those multidisciplinary champions in the areas where that impact can be felt, whether it's in the ER, whether it's in ICU, med surge, et cetera. That is key as well. The letters that we spoke about of job well done, it sounds simple and it is. It doesn't take much time. It's a very simple letter that you can create. It really does help motivate and really help even new champions emerge because they really like that recognition and they buy in when they get those letters. And then not to be a downer, you also have to recognize that it's not a one and done process. You don't achieve something and then we've made it. We're not going to look at this anymore. It really is an ongoing process. So having those multidisciplinary teams that meet regularly and help keep the focus on this project and the process that you're making is important. Having those ongoing champions are important. Keeping that current data up to date out there and front of mind for those frontline workers that are working on this. All of those have emerged as key trends that we're seeing to keep that sustaining piece going. Thanks so much, Shannon. A lot of great insight and strategies for organizations to consider. I know you have some exciting opportunities coming up for those working on improving mortality. Can you tell us a little bit more about your future plans? Yeah, definitely. We've always had exciting work around mortality, whether that's a PI project, such as a collaborative benchmarking survey, member spotlights, et cetera. But we're also going to start utilizing our mortality improvement community, which has been out there for a little while, but we're actually going to start adding a new angle to it. The community is really great. You can post questions to that to see what other organizations are doing as far as policies, as far as procedures etc. You can share resources. It's a great platform to network with your peers. But what we're going to start doing, and this is new, we're going to start offering quarterly mortality improvement networking calls. These will be a webinar. 
And the goal is really to engage those top performing members under the domain of mortality. And we'll also be including business subject matter experts as well to really look at the mortality topic overall and learn from each other and really bring your questions and your discussion points to those calls. We're going to have our first call starting in the third quarter of 2023, and then they will go every three months after that. We're really excited about that part. Thank you, Shannon, for taking time today to talk through some of the important things that organizations need to consider as they work to improve mortality. And thank you to our listeners for joining today. For Vizian's PI Programs team, I'm Nicole Spadafora. Please join us for more Knowledge on the Go podcast. Subscribe today, like us, and send us your comments at pi collaboratives at vizianinc.com. 